0: and and she she was so kind of serious but she could laugh and yeah. and enjoy the moment and everything and I, I don't know about y'all but i i loved to hear tab laugh cuz yeah. if, if if tab was laughing that means everybody everybody's having, having a good having fun. time we're having a good old yeah, time you,
1: you, have, you have met the stamp of approval if it's, if it's <laughs> going on if tab's having fun and you're not having fun you might as well just leave there's no more <laughs> right? there's no more fun to be had like no, like <laughs> if tab's having fun and you ain't having fun dog, why are you here leave <laughs> What up, what up, what up, what up is your boy Fur from Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. Join my co-hosts, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds.
0: So I ain't going to Mexico no more. Most folks uh, don't even have, you know, passports, but they talk about they ain't going to Mexico ever again. Uh, but I don't know if you guys have heard, um, you know, couple or uh, I think it was a foursome that were heading down to Mexico, get them a BBL tummy tuck, some whatever they were talking about doing. Uh, But they were heading down there for that. Got caught up in some like, I don't know, like movie type stuff where the cartel was fighting another part of the cartel and they pulled up because they were lost looking for the, I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be like a movie. It's going to hit Tubi at some point. But um, so they pulled up and they got in the middle of this gunfight and they jump out like look we just looking for the doctor so i can get this bbl but then two of them got shot and like one of one of them got away one of them didn't get shot at all two of them ended up getting uh, like knocked over the head and put in a truck and the cartel drove off and so they found them unfortunately they were dead but the funny part about it is the cartel was like yo we mean to i bad they actually tied the the cartel members that did it up Put them in a van and was like hey mexican government here's the people who did it we ain't had nothing to do with that like those were rogue cartel members like bruh this is like the weirdest wildest thing i've heard in a long long time but it was crazy i was reading about it i'm still reading about it they're still trying to figure out what's going on but um i do want to say you know Thoughts, prayers, my heart goes out to those folks that that did make it. They passed, but I mean, it was a wild ride reading about it, so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Have you guys heard about this at all?
1: Yeah, but not not the way you described it. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you made it so much better um, than just reading it. It made me think when you were saying it how you um, will watch news, the news and you got that, uh, especially in the black neighborhood, you got that one person to get interviewed, see what that <laughs> happened was. So you know Rollo? Yeah man you will not believe what happened you know like that's how I, that's the vibe I was getting from you it's crazy <laughs> out there man um, people are risking their lives to go to these other countries to do this stuff and we all have our personal opinions about you know those type surgeries and stuff we're not going to get into that but I just urge people to be careful and when you do anything like that you get what you pay for So be careful. Like if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Don't cut any costs. It's just not the cartels. Um, We hear horror stories of people who are, you know, infections and all other kind of stuff because it's not done properly and they don't have to meet the same uh, medical criteria and standards that they do here in the US. So ladies, be careful.
2: Uh, I was gonna say for all the people that are saying, "Ooh, I'm not going to Mexico now." I mean, that what Rozzy was explained is bad, but I don't want to like poo-poo on Mexico, but it's always had a level of danger. Like always, like yeah. We went especially there if you go
0: to like a, one of the work bad, the worst areas. Like if you're not going to a resort or something like that, there's there's always that, right? Even I mean- even
2: on our way to the resort, like on our way to the resort, we stayed in uh, Riviera Maya, which is pretty much Cancun. They must have told us at least four or five times, "Hey, don't go wandering off. You're in Mexico." Like they they stretch they said that word for it, like, don't forget. Even though you're on a resort, it's in Mexico, so when you leave, it need to be a resort sanction function or don't go. So that warning was given to us over and over. So I don't think there's ever not been a level of danger.
1: In oh Mexico. yeah. It's, it's um, especially even by the border. I mean, I'm here in Texas and I used to travel down to Brownsville in that area all the time. And I wouldn't stay the night that close mm-hmm. to the border. I would make sure I got a little further North and I, I traveled with protection all the time, just in case. You want to catch me? <laughs> you want to prove that you're better than me? Because it's just it's just that crazy, and it's it's not the first; it won't be the last. Those things are happening. Oh, it's not that, but it's it's dangerous. I mean, and for what? You know. So, uh, hearts and prayers to the families. People, be safe when you anywhere you travel. You know, be safe. Spring break's coming up all that people be safe don't leave the resort don't save 50 dollars to try to go get something from the local market or whatever the case may be pay that money be safe
0: hey, pretty much yep
1: what else you got for us riser
0: um that oh i did want to uh, bring up uh marlon wayans has a comedy special it's called god loves me on hbo max uh, and it is hilarious. Uh, Marlon's always been kind of funny anyway, but this is his first foray back into standup, uh, um, you know, especially as, as a special and things like that. And he talks about a little bit of that, about that in there and why he did it. And uh, it, so he frames it around uh, the Chris Rock, Will Smith slap. And, um, you know, he knows the, every party in there. I don't know if you guys know Jay, him and Jada were like really, really close like live down the street mm. from each other while they were kind of young that type of thing and so he talks through kind of his life in that and it's it's really really funny so if you're kind of looking for something to just kind of chill out with for an hour think it's a, like a 50 minute special uh check it out man it's a good one
1: i hope so i've heard some good things about it i've never been a marlon i just always i just seemed I didn't so think it was goofy. funny i didn't think it was funny at all You didn't. you
2: didn't no, I didn't did laugh you, once. He so... I, he told some good stories. I thought what he told was interesting, but none of it was like funny. It just was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." That was interesting. Wow. Oh, I, but I have heard good stuff about it, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, but so you did did. you like Chris Rock? Like I I liked his stand up better than I like Chris Rock.
1: Uh n- no. No. No, no, you, don't and, like Chris, you, know what, you no, didn't like I Chris. You like Chris Rock, or you didn't think Marlon stand No, I, like, was I, right. liked, I
0: liked Chris Rock. Now that's him I up. Up. He said no.
1: <laughs> he just said no. So I was trying to figure out what he was saying no to. Oh no, I like I like Chris
0: Rocks.
2: It, it wasn't his funniest. I, I think I said last week he'll never top Bigger and Blacker or Bring the Pain. He'll never mm-hmm. top that. Uh, but like like Rosie said, the whole the Marlon Wayne thing is completely about Jada Will and Chris Rock. And what he does is he tells a story. The, the name of it is God Loves Me. So he tells the story he starts off talking about chris and then he brings it home to why god loves him then he t- talks about jada he brings it home to why god loves him and then will so it's like interesting but none of it was like funny to me
1: so all right i'll be the i'll be the deciding factor yeah, There you, go, there you, go. There you
2: go. i did find it interesting though that people who were criticizing chris rock why is he talking about this a year later why is he talking about this a year later he needs to get over it like Lil Rel has talked about the slap, Marlon Wayans dedicated his whole special to it, so everybody else could talk about it, but the guy who got slapped, right? On right. Stage.
1: Well, we we don't know the the time period or the statute of limitation of getting slapped on stage at the Oscars. <laughs> so I don't know how that usually works. Is there like a yeah. six month waiting period before you can tell jokes, and you got like in thirty to ninety days after that you can make a move outside of that? I mean, it, that is going to be part of his legacy. Yeah, definitely. Chris Rock, of the, the, the dude that got slapped on stage? Yeah, that's him. Yeah,
2: I still, I still like both brothers. By the way, I'm waiting mm-hmm. for Bad Boys Four. I like mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see Emancipation? I did. Is it good?
2: Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like Will lied because he he preached that it was not another slave movie. It's not a slave movie. It's a slave movie.
1: Yeah, I just (laughs) I didn't watch it Um, for whatever reason. I think that's not the first Will I wanted to see after the slap because then he just looks so beaten and downtrodden. Like even just from the previews, I'm like, man, he looks just like I feel feel like he feels right Mm -hmm. now, and I don't want to see that version of him. I want to see him in a more of a you know upbeat you You want to see Mike
2: Mike Lowry yeah I want to see Mike Lowry
1: (laughs) I want to see Independence Day 17 you know something like that but the slave will nah I'm good on that but Buff you got anything first off a hell of a recap on uh, what happened in
2: Mexico you (laughs) got a
1: future in that brother (laughs) Um, Dude, dude the traffic and the weather (laughs)
2: i'm gonna keep it a little bit well i guess that's not politics that's like world events but uh i just want to say briefly i don't want to get into details but i know ron desantis we talk about him a lot no the governor of florida is kind of pounding his chest for his victory over disney and it's selling well to conservatives it's selling well to the media by the masses here's the thing he didn't really do anything disney still keeps their tax status Okay, and had he really dug in like he claimed he was, it would have left taxpayers on the hook for like a hundred million dollars a year or something like that. So he's flexing, but it's kinda like not much.
0: Not much. It's kinda like banning C R D type thing. It's political gamesmanship, but nothing really Yeah. Okay. All right. Like
2: like Disney's still doing it, like he has control over them, but you know, whatever. So, I just, I just wanted to point that out to people because I, I saw him pounding his chest a little bit and people were co signing it. So, put that out there. And also, you know, as we record on this March night, uh, rest in peace to uh, Biggie Smalls, who some say is the GOAT. I do not, but I do think he made great music. I just don't think he had enough time to establish himself as a GOAT. So, there's no shade on him. But, uh, nevertheless, a young man, life was taken sooner than it should have been. So, Rest in peace to him. I made sure I listened to a few songs today. I had a um, good time listening to that. And last but not least, um, I don't know how much I want to talk about this, but I do have a former co-worker that went on a news program of a network that I yeah, don't care for. But he went on Tucker Carlson, and um, you guys can check that out and make your own uh, you know whatever from that i do think he made some good points i hate the platform he chose but in his defense he did say he reached out to nearly every news outlet there was nobody wanted to hear from him so he chose them i think is man go to youtube something like that but um he spoke on it check it out if you like um like i said he made some made some good points uh like maybe he should have spoken to the january Sixth committee i don't know i wasn't there but So, check that out. Just wanted to put that out there since people, you know, know I experienced that day. And that was January 6th related.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, according to Tucker, it wasn't that bad.
2: (laughs) You know, it was. Our chief sent out a heavy handed. Refutal of that man, A rebuttal rather, it, it was just he, like, rebuttal, with, I <laughs> reject, a stiff arm, all that good stuff. He was like, Man, nah,
1: that's some BS. Yeah, it was just <laughs> he, he downplayed the hell out of it to the point where Fox News is almost kind of like, Yeah, we can't really uh agree to that.
2: But any, is anyone surprised? Like, when you give Tucker that, what did you that's like giving a two year old something fragile and say, Hey, don't drop it, don't break it. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, they drive a break like, who are you mad? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy week, even in sports again, still dealing with the job Morant backlash, trying to figure out how that's going to go. Sean Kemp is caught up in the news. I don't know what's going to happen with that.
2: He just got released. As of right now, they don't plan on charging him with anything.
1: Yeah, but how are you at 53, 54? getting caught up in some kind of drive by accusations and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, I guess we'll, we'll see more details to come hopefully soon, you know, or, or maybe not, maybe it'll just die down and we'll, we'll, we'll keep the party going. And Michael Irvin as well, you know, his, I don't even know how to describe that. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. He's,
2: It's looking good for him right now.
1: Yeah, but I mean did you see the video? He was looking so like...
2: Yeah, mm -hmm. you know I'm definitely gonna wait till it's completely over because I don't want to prematurely speak too much on it but if things play out how they seem to be playing out it's a shame that someone would do that and that's what we're talking about on the rare cases when women lie not saying that this is an incident because we don't know for sure but just saying when when some men say, Hey, sometimes women lie, even though it's rare, look how devastating it is. Mm-hmm. Like he was taking out Super Bowl coverage from an accusation. You
1: know what I mean? So And then there, there's always gonna be doubters. There's always gonna be the conspiracy theorists. Well, he makes some guilty. He paid not, those two
2: guys. He paid yeah. those two guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it, it's just your your reputation, especially as a man and a black man in this world, that's something that you One of the only things you kind of have, like, is your word. And when people question your integrity and your your the type person you are, it's hard to bounce back from that. Um, Hence why sometimes we have to be our own biggest cheerleaders because there is a lot of noise out there and we have to shine the light and applaud each other when we can. Um, Have you guys ever watched an episode of Cancel Court on YouTube?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: Buff, you got to get on cancel court. It's on YouTube. I forgot the name of the production company, but they basically argue. They bring comedians in to kind of argue cancel culture in, in 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 only a way comedians can, and it's very interesting because. Comedians are usually the ones who tell the truth. They, there's n- kind of no gray area. They kind of have the free will to have those conversations until recently. You know, that's kind of what the whole Dave Chappelle debacle was about is comedians usually try to shine the light on issues in the community and make it funny and digestible. And so in this situation, they're doing that. And the production company kind of saying, hey, say what you will say, what you want. And we we got you, you know. And they were almost joking, like we might be canceled, arguing these points as as well. But it's basically they take figures, um, more so celebrities, and decide should Black America cancel them. The last one I saw was Kanye West, the retrial of Kanye West. And it's pretty funny. They they go off on some tangents. You got comedians trying to argue a point by while while going off on each other, freestyling, and they make some pretty good arguments, or at least it sounds good in theory. But you got to check it out. Cancel court. It's on YouTube. We'll post a link to one of them just to so you guys can check it out. Because we joke all the time that hey, who knows? We might be canceled next. But it's it's. It's very interesting because when you're when you have a platform, you have to worry about everything you say. And I was telling Risey about, you know, a situation I had at work today where I said something and I think somebody took it the wrong way. And I was like, the last thing on my mind was to offend you. And um, it seems like it really bothered somebody. So you just, you just never know what you're doing or what you're saying if somebody can take it the wrong way and now you're fighting for your livelihood because you you were insensitive or whatever you know sexist or racist or whatever is or ism you want to throw in there so outside of that let's jump into the show fellas we got sophie
0: yeah she's here hold on (laughs)
2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Sophia Mancarella, coming Yay! to the stage. Yay! <laughs> hey, Sophie. Yay! You got a joke for us today?
0: Yeah, we have an amazing joke.
1: We have an amazing joke.
0: I think it's pretty good.
1: And so it's do up we. to
0: you two to figure that out. Let's hear it. What happens when you cross an angry sheep and an angry cow? Um,
1: bullshit. <laughs>
0: I would run a good one, but I can't curse, so no, that wouldn't work. Okay.
1: Uh cheap. How she got nothing. I got nothing.
0: You get two animals in a bad mood.
1: I never (laughs) would have got that. In a bad
0: bad mood.
1: That was a good one.
0: That was a good one.
1: That was a good one. <laughs> okay, my guess was nowhere near that. Nah, I was yeah. thinking something along.
0: Okay, the way. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, tomorrow. Beef and oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> pork the other the other white meat, something like that. <laughs> All right, people, that was a good one. Thank you, Sophie. Welcome back. It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. Where when you hear the questions. We hear the questions, so let's go ahead and jump into the show. Who's up first? It's probably you. Yeah. Probably not.
0: Uh, I, I, can, I can go. I, I got mine already teed up, so... um, I was watching a video uh, and a chick was talking about uh, Pygmishas, right? And the whole pick Misha movement and and she was like if you want to call me a pick Misha fine if I want to spoil my guy and if I want to you know be his piece and I want to uh, be there for him and do whatever I need to do to make my man happy if that's what it is and that's what it is and so what I wanted to kind of ask you brothers is is do you think there is a such thing as a pick Misha and kind of describe what that is and what that would be
2: Yes, there's a such thing as a Misha. Unfortunately, like everything else in society, it gets overused to where the meaning of it damn near changes. Uh, what a misha is, is like, it's almost like the equivalent to how we use Uncle Tom in a way, almost in a way like that. Like they would do whatever it takes to agree with a man no matter what, even if it's at the detriment of, of women, they will support toxic toxic masculinity and not even like the modern day toxic masculinity, like the old school, the the they always knew was toxic, even back in the in the, the the 60s and stuff, they knew it was toxic, not the new stuff. So yeah, but now it's morphed into this thing to where you see on social media, anytime a woman agrees with a man, you got some women that'll call her a picnic shit. And I don't think that's what it is or should be like you shouldn't I shouldn't always have to agree with men. I shouldn't always I shouldn't always have to agree with black people, Uh, you know, but it's it's not. It's like not it's not defending things that, you know, are wrong just for the sake of hopefully this man will like me and and think that I'm a good woman and may pick me which hence pick me in a
1: sense, really great pups, uh, points, buff. Damn good question, Risey. Of course, there's pygmishes. I mean, the world's full of everything, right? There, there's why wouldn't there be the problem, kind of, to what you were saying, buff, is things are overused, and I think it's easy to put people who Disagree with maybe. The average female point of view as a pig So there lies my problem where. You want to. Lump everybody together. If a young lady's like, you know what? He has a point. Let me. Explore from his point of view. You know, we bring this guy up all the time. One guess who we're going to talk about. Anybody want to (laughs) guess? Mr. Kevin. Kevin Samuels. There are a lot of women who said, you know what? Don't agree with his delivery. Don't agree with everything he said. But the brother makes some good points. I see it. I have friends who are like that. I, too, have been like that. Let me look at this from a different point of view. It's not all about how I view the world. It's about how he views the world as well, because if we're trying to cohabitate or live in this world together, I have to look at their point of view, just like as a man, I should consider your point of view. You know, if not, then I'm, you know, I'm sexist, you know, uh, a chauvinist, you know, all those things. And it's like, no, I just maybe maybe it's just he sees it from a point, a different point of view. And, you know, and guys get mad the same way when it's like, oh, man, you, 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 see whip, you know, like you always take it from women. Simp. Simp. I think, yeah. Maybe, yeah. OK, that's. a Yeah. Um, And it's like, no, you know, we, I think we say it all the time. There's a lot of people probably think that we are simps because a lot of times we'll say. I, 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 I stand by this 100 percent women have it tough. There's certain things that I would want to deal with when it comes to dating and stuff like that, because the world sets it up in a tougher way. And so I have to look at it. Well, I choose to look at it from both points of view and try to understand this person's point of view. But if you don't agree with everything, male logic, then I'm a simp. And so simps pick me, end up together. And guess what? They usually End up married and happy. It's, a, it's an <laughs> adult relationship, people. Oh man. <laughs> oh, ask your question. I mean, go go Rise because I uh, got a follow-up question.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I like Buff said, it's been morphed into this thing that for some reason, anytime a woman not just agrees with kind of the male, male logic, what some some guys are saying, but this idea of really catering to your man, uh, you become a pig right? Like there, there are these hyper independent women out there right now that if you, you know, say I'm going to cook for my man every night, or I I want, when my guy comes home, if he needs me to wash his clothes and change them and, and make him feel like the man in the house, Oh, you're a pig Right. And, and, the thing about it is if that woman wants to do that if that's what that woman and it works with their relationship and they're happy oh well right there there are guys that are gonna pick her but i don't know if it's necessarily her saying oh pick me pick me i'm doing this because of that maybe that's her personality and that's how she feels like her she wants language. to cater that's her love language yeah like acts of service is her thing and so she's like i'm gonna really do this thing for my guy and it makes him happy it makes our relationship stronger And for some reason, women shit on that. It's like, oh, she's being a pick Misha because she's going to go out of her way to do all of this. My thing is, if it works for them, it works for them. I don't I don't think there's necessarily a pick Misha. I really feel like it's like you talked about its personalities. It's what you agree with or don't agree with. And there's guys out there that agree with it. And there's guys out there that don't. There's guys that like it and there's guys that don't. I I don't feel like they're being a pick because of that. I really feel like unless they're doing it and don't really believe it. That's I mm-hmm. think when uh, that's when I probably could say, okay, that's or, a pick or,
2: or saying it and don't really mean it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 That
0: that's when I'd say, okay, maybe you're a pick But other than that, I really feel like it's your personality, what you feel, how you wanna, you know, express your love language or whatever. And you're looking for the guy who wants that. And I'm sorry that probably more guys want that than your independent. A- I'm sorry about that. That ain't, that ain't our problem. That don't make her a pig because guys want what she is given.
2: Rozzy, Razi, Razi explained it much better than I did and used a better, um, phase of it. Like what I, I spoke about mostly the social media commentary, but that is like the, the perfect example of, or what a pygmy she is, and it, it it has gotten overused like so many other things, like black girl magic. Go ahead,
1: Ferg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation, and we have different definitions of
1: that too. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll just I'm just saying. I I listen. We believe in black. I'll speak for myself since I said it. I believe in black girl magic. I do, but. Some of y'all are posting some real regular stuff calling it black girl magic. Yeah. Well, I love Walking
0: black on girl the beach magic. being black, it's not black girl magic.
1: <laughs> hey man, Just some people like. have never been to the beach, man. Maybe that's what it is. There's a you know. Um, but no, I'm all about black girl magic. You know, that's why uh when Woman King came out, like I I was screaming that movie from the rooftops. Because to me, that movie and everything it represented was black girl magic. The production, the 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 direct, everything down to the acting and the way women were betrayed. black girl magic. That's, you know, so that's a little different I'm a kind of I'm a kind of segue but I'm a piggyback off your question so we we share a, a a group with one of our listeners and she's been on the show one of our friends Porsche and she brought up dating and how when I say dating I'm talking about the dating process going out on dates and how much people spend on dates and stuff like that and it made me think about people's expectations and how people normalize dating and it seems like the she was all about you know do something different think outside the box you don't have to spend this amount of money and all that stuff which i hear a lot now is you know the 100 200 dates like that's kind of the norm like it costs money to a lot more money to date today than it did in the past because people's expectations have changed i don't know if it's because of age or society now but dating has changed would you guys agree yes i i, I don't okay
0: i i, I mean it, it's that's like oh go ahead you want to Wait, finish I bet, your but question you, or?
1: no no because i feel like you you think a little differently you you you'll push back like you know the average guy that maybe one of the young ladies you you have been on a date with two weeks before, a month before, took her on that $100, $200 date. That was just the norm. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just kind of normalized. This is how you date. And it made me think about how she was saying what she wanted and her expectations in dating. It made me think like, I think that's probably why you're married. Like you're not doing the same thing. You're not doing that norm. So the question is, What was different about your spouse when you started dating them that made it different from the people in the past or other situations you've heard of? Like, hmm, I'm dating her differently. I act differently the way she presented herself or the way I presented myself or myself. What was a shift from every other date or the dates you had in the past? So,
0: okay, I'll, I'll go first. I want to talk about why I disagree uh on that. Um, how much was uh a stamp 30, 40 years ago? How much was milk 30, 40 years ago? Eggs. Everybody talk about how expensive eggs are today. Uh, how much was eggs 20, 30 years ago? Right? So when we talk about a hundred dollar date or a hundred dollar date, that's a twenty dollar date 35 years ago, 40 years ago. That's a you know, the movies was five dollars. You can go to the dollar movie back in the day. Now it's $14 for a ticket to the movies, right? So you're you're just to go to the movies. You're talking about 30 to $40 before you get any snacks. Even if you go sneak them in, you go to Walgreens, grab your snacks and sneak them in. You're talking another $10 to $15. So you're at $50 before you hit the movies, before you eat, think about going out to eat. Um, like Tara talked about, like you, you don't necessarily, she doesn't like going out to eat, right? And so if there's you're trying to do something different there's gonna be you're gonna spend a hundred dollars you're gonna spend a hundred dollars I, I spend 45 dollars at mcdonald's for me and my kids so you know it, it's it's not that the hundred dollar date 200 date is this expensive date that's just inflation in the norm of what you're gonna spend if you're trying to go out on a date like that right if you're trying to go dinner in a movie or anything like that that's a simple date is a hundred dollar two hundred dollar date uh, now, if you but- do want to do something outside the box, you want to go take a walk in the park, you want to go to a museum that might be free. There's other options to date, but if you do want to do just a traditional dinner and a movie, you're talking 100 $200 date. So but I want to throw
2: that did out you, there. Did you ask was dating different or was the cost different?
1: Was dating different because I think yeah. the expectation it's it's the they, yeah, dating is definitely different. Because I know the cost are different. Yeah, but, dating, but I'm yeah it's not the hundred two. But, but, but is
0: it? I mean, uh, the, the the traditional yeah. date is that, and that's mostly what people think about with that, right? I, I and so I don't I don't think dating's too different. But go, to to your uh, you want to go ahead? Like I, the, I like the to expectation ask you, your of your question,
1: the expectation of the restaurant, like. You I don't think today women would accept the same restaurant she were going to 20 years
0: ago. They they would if they were they would if they were in the same income bracket I was 20 years ago. Hmm. You you, you take you you go and you find a chick that's living in a regular house, you know, average income, and you take her to an olive garden. Everybody likes an olive garden, right? You take her to an olive garden or, or an Applebee's or whatever. As a normal date, she's it's it, it's not going to be that bad, right? Bro,
2: have you have you seen these kids proms and stuff now? Like for decades, it was limos or your mother's car. Now it's Turo, where you're getting Bentleys and Lamborghinis and Ferraris. The game has changed, and I think that and, and, and that includes dating.
0: I, I mean, like but... women,
2: women, women have a world of people to compare you to versus. Only the people at their job or at school to compare it to. You know what I mean? Like the expectations have grown and all of that. So like I don't ma,
0: I it's your Again, yeah. I don't know. I haven't I haven't experienced that. And maybe it's the But you're t- cheap that I'm um because um, you're
1: cheap and you Well not just not
0: just that I'm cheap because I'm re- I'm really not. Like I'll I'll go to those restaurants, but that's just not my thing, right? But I haven't Come across, and maybe it's who I'm picking, right? If I see some chick that's on there with, you know, say I'm on a swipe swipe and I see a chick with a Birkin bag, and you know, she she doing that look back pose with her her leg up and that type of stuff, if I see that, I'm probably not even gonna swipe on her. Because that is the chick that that's expecting this extravagant stuff, right? But if I see the chick that is I don't know. She's got her dog, and they on a hike, or you know, they out doing something, or she's at an art museum, uh, or whatever. I'm I'm a That's swipe fair. on her. That's fair. And so she doesn't expect that fancy date. She expects me to take her to the art museum. She expects me to take her hiking, or whatever. But even,
2: but even in your answer, you're saying how you, the how dating is different because you have information just from the swipe swipe. On what to do the- and <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah like
0: I, he- I, 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 yeah, I can give you that. How I select, how I yeah. pick. It's easier for me to pick, who, pick and choose yeah. who. Because if you and just saw- identify, like, yeah, I, no, nah, I ain't messing with her. I'm messing with her, so I can see that. Yeah.
1: Vers- versus me saying I got a homegirl. I think you'll like you set up. You go on a date and it's like you don't know if you're going to the museum. It's like you're just going to default to X, Y, Z. But yeah, you know, talk about. And for me, it was more so. I think once you get past those that that normal or that routine dating like okay I'm going to take her this this is my go-to restaurant. This is this you know this is what I do. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to take out for a coffee and then we're going to hit a lunch you yeah. know date and then we'll maybe do like a full-on date or whatever. Yeah. Uh I I'll, I'll tell you the thing you know I always we, we joked about me and Jen's first date was Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Yeah. And and everybody kind of talks about that, but it was it, it was really laid back like it wasn't an official date it was hey i'm gonna take you out because you know I, we we had been talking while I was in Africa or in Iraq and so i was like hey i just want to take you out chill out with you talk to you face to face cuz we haven't talked face to face we've been chatting skyping that type of thing and i had haley cuz i had just got back it was the summertime i ain't had no job uh to go back to right then so i had haley and i was like yo I'm about to take Haley to check Cheese. She had a niece that was about Haley's age. And so she was like, well, okay, I'll bring Jayla and, you know, we'll take the kids and we can sit down and we can chill. And uh, and so that's kind of generally how our first date was. It was almost like a family date. And so when you talk about what was kind of different about it, it was that one, that family dynamic, right? Her thinking about jayla and and like that was almost like her baby and and all of that so it was, i i i saw that instantly like that okay she could be a good mom she's a she, she's a provider she's a parent uh, but not a parent right she's cool auntie but at the same time she has that motherly instinct about herself all of that just from that one first interaction but then we got there and we had a whole lot of fun it wasn't you know this and, and again with me and her we had chatted so much we knew each other so we had got past the tell me about yourself what do you do and all that we had got that out of the way before and that's why another reason why i kind of like the swipe swipe because you get a little bit of that out of the way so when your first date is happening it's not what do you do for work what do you do to it it really is just kind of let's talk about the world let's talk about what's going on what's going on with you this, that and the other so that's really what makes the difference i think is y'all can really connect and like our conversation we had last week about you know will i date a chick from burger king it's like that it's like if i can have that conversation have that fun with you if i can enjoy you yeah i gotta be able to look at you and be like man she's so sexy i i want to smash that that gets me to look that doesn't get me past that and so that conversation that enjoyment that fun our second date was uh to a sushi spot So it was just like, oh, she likes sushi, she's adventurous, she's this, she's that, right? So And and so every date was just building on, like, I was enjoying spending time with her. And between that, because she was, uh, you know, we always joke about her being a homeless bum, she was a homeless bum, and I was out of work, just getting back, broken from war, like, all the time that we got to just spend and be together like watching shows people talk about oh i'm not going out i'm gonna i'm not gonna netflix flicks and chill with him i'm not going to your house or whatever you you that is that is prime time to be able to just sit down and really know if you like this person or not that guy shouldn't have to spend 100 200 every time y'all link up and every time y'all meet it should be able to just, you know, y'all should be able to just kind of sit on the couch and watch Next Level Chef or Next Top Model or whatever the thing is on the on the TV and talk about it and laugh about it. And because that's when you know that, okay, that's the one I want, right? It it, it doesn't have to be I'm spending money on you every time we talk and every time we link up. That's the problem, I think, with a lot of these folks is they they start anticipating that's what our relationship's going to look like. And especially you, you see a lot of times when you start having kids, all that changes. And so now y'all don't know how to be with each other because every time y'all really kind of work together, you were either at work or whatever. So we get together, we going out, we going to, on these expensive um, like trips or to these vacation spots or we hitting the club and all of this. You can't do that once you start having kids. And so now all y'all got is y'all and y'all going out on these date nights once a month and that ain't working for y'all no more and so you end up kind of breaking up just because y'all never actually got together and were able to just kind of sp- spend time with each other and be together so long winded but yeah j- i mean it was really it was kind points. of a perfect storm with us
1: yeah Buff, what you got to add?
2: So was was it a two part question or was it just is no, dating? You,
1: different? you know, d- is dating different in like what was it about Tab that made you like that's right, that's it. Let's look at uh-huh. her differently than any women you saw I saw out there? Even though you got married young, it was still like you you're attracted to young man. Women were coming, you know, shooting a shot and it's like, nah, buddy, there's something different about this one.
2: Uh, first off, I could listen to Razio talk about him and Jan like
1: yeah. all all day, man. The fact that it still <laughs> calls her a homeless bum. Yeah,
2: well, just, just 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 all of it, man, just all of it, because uh, there's still a lot, I don't know, like, during their date, when they, I think, you know, you guys obviously were still close, but by me being up him and here and him being down there, it's a lot I didn't know, I knew of her and, and stuff like that, but so anytime he talks about it, I listen just to get more information, but For me, my my question, my my answer is kind of, it may be kind of boring for the listeners because, you know, Tab and I have been together so long, but I'll say this, you know, I never, um, I never felt like I was like a very popular person or like even the the best looking or most attractive. So when I saw her and, you know, I, I thought, you know, we have what we call tears, in school you know how it is you know you got the upper echelon of girls got the mid level and then you got the uh not for me i felt like <laughs> i felt like Tabitha was top shelf and so to find out that she had interest in me because she shot her shot uh, Let me put that out there she she shot her shot with me first okay she approached me um so that was like a big deal to me i felt like i was punching above my weight class with her and then on top of that, to learn how how loyal she was was just like the icing on the cake. And so we would just like sit up on the phone. You know how you when you're young, you sit up on the phone and just fall asleep, and you know uh, deny that you fell asleep. I ain't fall
1: asleep. You sleep? Nah, no, yeah, I, no, I ain't sleep. Uh, I'm sleepy, I, but I ain't <laughs> sleep. <laughs> what
2: I just said? And yeah, you said. All right, man. All right, I, yeah. I guess I will somewhere sleep. So like we would just sit up on the phone planning our future like we literally said if we have a girl this is way back when we were like in the 10th grade if we have a girl we name her Jasmine you know what I mean she had a different name but we agreed on Jasmine so you bullied her uh, no 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 no, she (laughs) just she thought it was I think she thought it was better or whatever
0: hers was Zatiera
2: she wanted the name. Jasmine is Jasmine is Jasmine. a good
0: name. Jasmine yeah, is a good yeah, name. a better name. Did, you ever, did, did Jasmine ever weigh in on that? Hey, if we called you Zantiera, what would you no, think? I even tell her that you need to tell her that.
2: She is interested in our early days, Jasmine. She she likes to hear those stories though. But so that that's it, man. It wasn't like a whole lot. Like we started out so young, and just as time progressed, and we 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 experienced, like all of our firsts for the most part yeah. together too so mm-hmm. we got to see each other grow and and see each other handle you know adult yeah shit, you know as it happened in real time so yeah uh all yeah. of that just just showed me the type of person like each step it just showed, it just confirmed
1: no, the, the, that's that not I made the right choice that's not boring at all though that's fairytale type shit, right like you know <laughs> uh i don't even know who i was dating when you and tab met and guess what it matters not <laughs> Ra- 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 who were your date in 1995. <laughs> 96 no, i cannot I have, remember. have no idea
0: no no allison Multiple. in 96 though I, mm, I, I no
1: not not 90s 90, probably 97 close because
0: 96 it was it was spring of 96.
1: we pledged fall 96. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, like 11th grade, yeah, grade. see uh, yeah. you mean you ain't start talking to allison to after after that that's just need yeah, to that. yeah
0: or maybe it was that fall that fall like fall nah. ninety six nah, nah, ninety seven ninety seven yeah ninety seven. Yeah, fall ninety seven okay
1: yeah, but no, bro i'll I'll say this about you, uh buff, just from the outside looking in, there's a reason we call tab auntie, right, like just being around there from the day one, the way she carried herself so serious <laughs> that but she serious, but she she knew who she was. Or she was proud of who she was at least that's the image she gave off and you had to respect that for somebody so young and to see everything else we were seeing because you didn't see a lot of women carry themselves with so much confidence and it wasn't just like i look good confidence she just seemed like she was very self-aware and she demanded respect like she demanded Mm -hmm. respect from the guys and whatever um and all that stuff and i'm like oh yeah
0: don't yeah. mess this one and, up. And 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 she she was so kind of serious, but she could laugh and yeah. and enjoy the moment and everything. And I, I don't know about y'all, but I I loved to hear Tab laugh because if, yeah. if, if if Tab was laughing, that means everybody everybody's having, having a good fun. Time. We having a good old yeah, time. You,
1: you, have, you have met the stamp of approval. If it's, if it's <laughs> going on, if Tab's <laughs> having fun and you're not having fun, you might as well just leave. There's no more <laughs> right. there's no more fun to be had. Like, yeah, like if, if tab having fun and you ain't having fun, dog, why are you here? Leave. Um But no, that was it. So that's a good one. For me, um with Z, our first date was just a regular date. You know, we met, we met at we we met at the frat house talking and we had a very interesting conversation and she made it past all the Ferg BS, she she passed the, the smell test and all this stuff and um, like you said, Rising, uh the cute made me look and so that's why I, I pursued her but it's just the way she carried herself and she had this energy like I couldn't put my finger on it it was just like this from the moment I met her, even the look in her eyes like she just had this like this spark right and, um, she just became this breath of fresh air. So our first date was cool. And I want to say it was either our second or third date, but she planned it. And I've never really had anybody kind of, and I was not a date. She, you know, Z is into art and she's, she was telling me about this art exhibit at the Tallahassee Museum of Art. And, um, and it was the Kinsey's, the Kinsey family says family, um, they were FAMU graduates. They moved to California. They worked really hard and started their own art, retired early and started their own black art collection. Went around the world collecting black art and uh, photographing black art. And so I'm like, hell, I'll bite. And we just sit there and watched and just to see her just love art. And, you know, like she's just so free, you know? But then it led to a conversation. And one of many conversations about life and how we how we perceive life. And, you know, me, I always go against the grain. I'll probably overthink things. And just hearing the Kinsey story where they worked um, in California and what they did is they took one person's income, lived off of that, and they saved and invested the other person's income. And that allowed them to retire early and travel the world. They had this game plan. I'm like, that's so dope you know and like man I need to be with somebody somebody like that and that was kind of we started having that conversation it's like I'm with that I want to do that I'm like man I've never really heard a woman just say that you know she's she wants she's willing to work she wants to work we want to do this together so we can retire early and have this plan and travel like this is dope and it just led to so many different conversations that I never
0: had before
1: and every time we had
0: so, so far you're saying she wasn't independent she didn't have an independent mentality? What? And that's what got you?
1: Hey, man. She... She... <laughs> she. I mean, once again, she's probably <laughs> a pick me. You know? I married to pick me, I guess, to, to a lot of people. Because things I brought up, she's like, she never considered. Like, she's never considered. She grew up, you know, hearing all the cliche things. Happy... Happy wife, happy life. And what I challenged that in 2000, early 2000, mean late 2008, early 2009 is like, that's that's stupid. Would you be with somebody knowing that the whole relationship was based off of one person's happiness? I mean, because that's what happy wife, happy life comes off to me. It's like, what about me? Like, don't I deserve to be happy? Would you would you spend the rest of your life knowing that it's all about my happiness? And when I asked her that, she's like, no, that that makes no sense. Like that's, that's not a way to live. And so that's when we heard the happy spouse, happy, happy house. And I'm like, okay. And we just started talking about things and conversations that I've never had. And she brought up things that made me want to change me better. And, And, you know, and I just started thinking, but we just had a conversations. One of the best things about being married to my wife is to this day, we have the dopest conversations. There's never been a situation where her and I, have nothing to talk about like we always found something and that was different about her and for me you know I was kind of I'm a talker but I didn't talk to my girlfriends about like serious stuff and my you know it was you know high level you know whatever the case may be and we started talking about a future together and when we started painting that future I'm like I want that future and I don't I want that future I want it with her but you know what are the chances of that happening but hey I'm willing to do this And she was the first person that made me get out of my, my shell of not just getting the superficial fur. She got all of me. And then she just started doing things for me that I didn't do for myself, like made me start thinking and taking care of myself more and more. And I'm like, I got to get this one. I got to get this one. And um, the rest is history, man. Best thing that ever happened to me, hands down.
0: Good question, man. All right. so, oh, um, and I, I still feel like I put my foot in the mouth and I got to apologize uh, for the listeners out there, especially on Inspire You on air. The new beat of the Bay. Uh, you guys may not have ever heard of the story of Jen and being a homeless bum. She was not a homeless bum. Um, that's a term of endearment. It's a joke. Uh, she was just getting out of college, home for the summer. She was sleeping on her sister's couch. And it was summer break, so as a student, she she had no job, d- was not doing anything. She didn't. She was sleeping on the couch. So I joked with her about her being a homeless bum, but she was not a homeless bum. I, it, I just want to throw that out there. And just <laughs> just for the
1: record, she she didn't find it funny. She, um, she did
0: not. She did not find it funny Ooh. then. <laughs> um,
1: I got you, baby. She, she she doesn't find it funny now, Razzie. <laughs> he had a whole apology. On air, that he had to go back and do, <laughs> that he still messed up and had to go back and redo his <laughs> apology. Because <laughs> my best uh, friend has no common sense.
2: Uh, <laughs> I apologize for the apology. Yeah. Do we got
1: time for another one, or we're we good, fellas?
2: Well, um, so I'm going gonna take up. it. A, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I'm gonna take it away from dating and let you brothers know a statistic that 43% of Americans believe that there will be a civil war in the next decade I want to know if you are part of that 43% or are you in the uh, 57% that says eh, it's bad but it ain't gonna get
1: that bad um oh it's tough Initially, I want to <laughs> say no. The only reason I say no is is because I don't think people care enough. Like they get pissed off, but they don't care enough because the civil war would have to. We can call it civil war, but it'll be a race war. Let's call it what it is. It's gonna be you talking about a race war, right? Is that what we're talking about? Because mm. there's only that's the only way. Like they don't. What other topic is polarizing enough? abortion rights, it's not going to start a war. Um,
2: I, I would just say probably the left and the right. The far right and the far left. They're
1: not going to fight each other. Over what?
0: States rights, for States rights. To do what? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. To not teach African-American uh, they, AP. They, they, and that uh, effect, that, who does that affect? They, yeah. the, they they
1: can't have their niggers anymore, so that's off the table. Um, What else is big enough on the right and the left that's going to cause enough friction for them to go to war January 6th wasn't enough you know it's I don't think there's anything as long as uh, the majority still look at each other as brothers and sisters you know there's no one issue that big outside of you know if it's not a race war, I don't see it.
0: I I I don't see it. I, I think even at, at a race war, I don't think there's enough. There may be an uprising, um, but I don't think it'll be a civil war. Uh, there may be a January 6th insurrection. It may be even larger than that. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Those things will happen. I don't think it will be. I I don't think it'll ever reach critical mass to be considered a civil war um you know it, it it may be a city thing it may be even a statewide or a, a strip you know across multiple states um, but i don't think your cities would succumb to it and i i definitely don't think there's enough in the rural communities to be able to come into those cities and do much. So I, I, I think from a power balance structure, I think we're so kind of balanced uh, and your cooler heads are so weighted on this one side that I don't think it'll ever get to the point where it'll be a civil war. Uh, But I do think it may be kind of a large, large insurrection. I don't think January 6th was the last time that they're gonna rise up, and and Ferg, to your point, I do think it's gonna be a about race. Uh, it it'll be veiled, right? It, it'll be just like January sixth was, what happened, right? <laughs> Trump leaned so much into dog whistles and 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 political gamesmanship, but it really kind of came down to racism and xenophobia, and that's really what caused. January 6th right they liked what they heard they wanted more of it and he was willing to give it to them, or they thought he was willing to give it to them. that's really what caused most of it
1: yeah it's it's, it's only two ways it can happen and you're right it's never going to be a full out war the most likely option and I hate to call it the way it is is the right wing is going to get pissed off or feel under underappreciated or not heard or whatever and make a move. They're going to do something. Um, Whether it's they're going to march on something on Juneteenth, you know, if there's a re-election and Biden gets back in or something like that or Biden dies in office and they want to have this random election to get Trump or DeSantis in office. It's going to be something like that where they're going to feel like we need to make a move, we need to change, and it's going to be little small pockets and it's going to pick up. Um, but like you said, cooler heads will prevail. Um, and it's, and then it's, it's never serious enough because at the end of the day, they're going to go back to being the, we didn't get the president we wanted, but we're still going to get white. As long as white, as long as white privilege exists, I'm going to say it. There's not, there's not an issue big enough. That's going to start any of that. The other option is a small race, ins, uh, insurgents or it's going to something's going to happen where it's going to be a protest, a.k.a. riot um, in some major city. National Guard is going to come there or something's going to happen and it's going to get the freak out of hand. And it's going to piss black people off across the nation. Um, the way it gets handled and it's going to be small uprisings and all this stuff. But as long as people like you and I, and other people, all of our listeners, have good jobs and have kids that they're trying to get through college and stuff like that. We're not gonna rest. We're not gonna risk it all until they push our hand, force our hand. They're gonna have to make us like, um, I'm giving you niggas to Saturday to fight, or it's all off. Like as long as we can go back to our our daily life in a week or two, nothing's really gonna ever happen.
2: Um, I think there's a chance. Oh. Um, I think there's a chance. Um if I feel like forty-five is just the beginning. And you know, we've always we always think something is the worst until it gets worse. something <laughs> yeah, something something gets more <laughs> worse. And I think he was the beginning. And what I disagree with though is it happening within 10 years. That I don't think it'll be that soon. But if there's a young uh, up and coming, you know, politically interested young person that idolizes 45 and you know feels like he didn't get he didn't go far enough. And they rise to power and actually push like 45 kind of did a lot of suggesting, kind of like, you know what I mean, but they like just blatantly say, it's time to take this country back and put it in the direction we want it to go. I think it can happen the difficulty is unlike our last civil war it won't be by states so like even even in these red states like texas is a red state but texas also has houston and dallas and georgia is those big well, georgia, that i'll talk about yeah yeah, yeah yeah and georgia is not even really a red state at the moment but even if it was you still got atlanta and savannah and, and, and some of those things so it's, it's like such huge urban pockets, even in these red states that I don't know how you're going to like, even if we decide to separate like how they did with the North and South, how will we separate this time?
1: Because yeah, your neighbor, like, uh, your neighbor is your enemy. All-
2: Exactly. Like, are, are the liberals going to move to... You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, if I'm going to be in the 57% that says it's not going to happen, it'll be because of that, like, logistically. Yeah. How are they going to make that but, happen? But, but
0: that, I, that's usually... I mean, when you talk about civil wars, that's a lot of times what happens. You know, you get where those those rural communities, they come together, they actually coalesce, and they, they take a city, right? And, and they right. force people out. And so then you have political refugees the people walking miles hundreds of miles thousands of miles you know the interstates are packed with cars trying to go north or trying to go south or trying to get out because they've taken that city uh that's usually how it works so it may be that it won't start off like that but you will see this natural movement of people going to wherever they align and eventually a year or two you might see a full-on you know Front line or a red line of hey here's here's the south here's the north here's the east west however it it, it ends up being aligned I can see a uh, but west, it but it can happen
1: rural versus urban civil war but what what issue like because at the end of the day I don't think and, oh that's the other part I don't think it'll be an issue I think
2: it'll be a person because forty five doesn't really have an issue it's just that they were following him that person. And I think it would be the person that they rise up for to like either say, hey, I think this person should stay in power beyond two four year terms. You know so, what I mean?
0: Or, so going from a democracy to a, a dictatorship, but essentially yeah, like yeah. It, it's almost like a political yeah. system. Like we want yeah, to we so, want to move to a political, a different political system. So right. that that could that. stuff.
1: OK, I, I can I can bite. I can bite on that. Cause I'm like, there's no political issue, yeah. you know, states' rights. Mm, at the end of the day, the rich are gonna be the rich, the poor are gonna be the poor. You know how 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 big has that impacted the average person's daily life that they are aware of? You know, you know, we we get bent out of shape about stuff because we hear it, but you know, you don't know if you don't turn on Fox News or CNN or you know, your bank account doesn't really get affected. You don't know what's going on in the in the, the world. Right. Um, but you being a pro-Trump supporter or a pro whoever, and they're telling you about to take your you about to take your God, you know, it's it's gonna be Yeah, I can and, see that. And,
0: you know, it, it escalates because as soon as that happens and they're like, Oh, well, they're coming to take your guns because we probably are coming to take your guns because you aligned to that <laughs> that area, you know. And so at that point, once we get into martial law, they may come and take your guns. So then you get into that escalation of everything. So yeah, okay. it's it can it can happen. Okay. but I agree not not in ten years, nowhere in ten years. Nah,
1: nah. DeSantis can't do it.
2: Not charismatic enough. I don't think. It's I don't know. But people bit, didn't bit,
0: think Hitler was uh, charismatic enough.
1: That is true. Mm, and Americans dumb enough is a question. <laughs> oh, you, really, you, you really asking that? that? That's that's the real question, you know. And that's why I say the topics. I th- I don't think the the what what's gonna spark that, you know. But you're, I think it could be the leader rather than, you know. It's gonna get, I don't know. Hopefully, the next generation can kind of quell some of this and make us realize how dumb we and prior generations were and like y'all need to get over this shit. and make 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 moves. So with that being said, brothers, let's go ahead and close it out.
2: So let me let me uh I got quite a bit, man. One, Ferg, I wanna I wanna big you up real quick, man, for two things. Uh, cause we've been gone for a minute until last week. You asked a question a couple episodes ago that involved going back home and how to deal with loss. Man, I maybe Rozzy can back me up on this. That might be the most feedback we've gotten on like one question in like the show's, at least the show's recent history. I don't know about all time history but got a lot of feedback man. people really enjoy hearing us be vulnerable and open up so just want to give you props on that question. Also you inspire me, you know, the stuff you do with your lamp lighters and stuff. I made like a, you know, I know it's taboo to do New Year's resolutions but my 2023 was to try and volunteer more. And so um, I volunteered last week for, for my first time. It's not the kind of volunteering I really want to do. Uh, I want to do something more more deep, more urban, but it still just got me out the door and just, you know, sacrificed my time to something else other than playing solitary on my phone or watching Netflix. <laughs> so um, Good for you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you doing that. Um, last him. but not least... Last but not least, I was watching National Geographic a few weeks ago, and there is this plowshare tortoise, and I just want to tell Nat Geo to do better, because they're showing this plowshare tortoise, which is like any other tortoise down there, but this one has like a, a horn, like under his neck, he uses it to fight and stuff like that, right? So, they're playing like this happy music, and it's like, oh... It's the plowshare tortoise, and he notices that a female tortoise is in heat, and they're going to mate. So, they're playing this happy music, and they even say that the female tortoise doesn't want him. Like, she doesn't want him. She doesn't want him. She's in heat, but she doesn't want him. He uses his horn to flip her over (laughs) so that she can't move, and he can take it. And they're talking about she was playing hard to get. I'm like, hard, you mean rape? <laughs> he, he took the tortoise pussy. <laughs> Bruh, now what you doing? That's rape. <laughs> Do better. I, I'ma send y'all the link. I'ma send y'all the video, man. I, no, I, I, I don't know if I wanna watch.
1: I don't know if I wanna watch tortoise right.
2: Because, because when you turn the tortoise on his side, they can't do anything. They can't Except do it. Raped. <laughs> <laughs> he God. took it, dog. He took it. So Matt Gio, do, do better. better. Don't play happy. If you're gonna show that, play some, some some dark music. Like when Bane showed up on Dark Knight Rises or something like that. Oh it God. need to be do better, man. Do better. Uh, I don't,
1: I don't, I I don't know if we're gonna get canceled over that. That might, that might be it right there. That, that might, that might be it. That's our one.
0: Because we sit there <laughs> laughing at it. Oh, no man. means no, I guess. <laughs> Chill no. <laughs>
1: oh God, Razi, oh, what you man. got for us, bro?
0: Oh, oh I don't know man. how to follow that up, man. Yeah, I don't um, know, man. So, I, I, just two things, real quick, for all those folks that. You know, live in Birmingham All the listeners that live in Birmingham Or uh, were here, you know, went to college here Lived in Birmingham and moved away Um, R.I.P. to Sticks and Hoover Um, That was a a, a go-to for a lot of people I mean, that was one of those fancy dates Everybody talk about, you know, the hibachi is a big time thing Uh, Sticks and Hoover has been a staple here for years and years and years And all of a sudden, yesterday, they just shut down Nobody knows why. My, me and my kids were there 2 weeks ago and they were packed out. So it wasn't business. We we have no idea. It's a murder mystery or something. Uh we got to figure this out. But yeah, they they just put a sign up and it's like, "Unfortunately, we closed. Y'all can go and check us out in Fultondale if y'all want to go to sticks." But yeah, so it's a, it's a mystery, but RIP to them, man.
1: Hibachi ain't nothing but fancy waffle house. I'm done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or 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 Waffle House's hood hibachi.
1: Mm, I think Waffle House is there first.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe think, okay. think about right. think
1: about it. Think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh but finally, last and and most importantly, I wanted to shout out Haley once again. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, she has uh, entered into the, her professional cheerleading career. She is a cheerleader for the Birmingham Stallions. That's our uh, USFL team here. Uh, and so, you know, she had kind of her first event two days ago and um, kind of been killing it. But, you know, I'm just proud of her. You know, we had that conversation about who she wants to be and everything like that and, and what she wants to do long term. Uh, so I'm just happy for her. For, following her dream, want to do it and and going for it. And, you know, she, she made it uh, over a lot of other girls that tried out. Uh, she said at one point there was like 70, 80 girls at the audition on one day and they had four days worth of trials. So um, that's awesome. You know, yeah. One of, one of I think, eight yeah. that made the team. So uh, kudos to her. Uh, great job, Haley. Keep at it.
1: Congrats to my step god, baby.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> We got to tell listeners about that story. How she became your that's, stuff that's guy, all, that's,
1: that's, that's, that's That's all your fault. <laughs> but <laughs> mine is really, um, is quick and it's following back up on something we talked about a few episodes ago, um, checking on your quote unquote strong friends. So for the listeners and that may or may not know, and the brothers know, like the last few weeks, last few months, uh, I've been kind of going through it, you know, that's a whole other story, but. I've had several people reach out to me. Not I don't know if they knew what I was going through or whatever, but I'm just reminding you um that it helps and it means a lot. You know, and for the people who did call and check on me knowing or unknowingly, uh thank you. And it's just a reminder to challenge you guys to reach out to your 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 family, your friends, check on people because you just never know what they're going through and It means a lot. It might brighten up their day. So to the people that called me recently, thank you. Appreciate it. With that being said. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast, six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.